0: So hello and welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show, featuring the lovely Sharon. Thanks for chiming in and joining us on what will be the last podcast of 2021, except for the Christmas show, which isn't a podcast.
1: I was going to say.
0: So <laughs> this, this will be the last downloadable one until January. All right. And the reason being is because uh, we have to finish our production on the Christmas show. Yep. Uh, um, which, first, let me tell you where to find us. That way you know where to find everything. Right. www.jmtalk.net is the web address. Find us on social media at TikTok and Facebook at JM Talk. Or over there on Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. You can also send us email at Radio at gmail.com. So, uh, yes, so this will be our final Posted podcast for 2021 as we take the next couple of weeks to finish up production on the Christmas show. So about the Christmas show, uh, I can tell you it will be called a very Merry Christmas. Will, will be the title. Uh, it'll be our usual nostalgic, yeah, loving, having fun kind of Christmas stuff. Can we uh, drink? Uh, sure, absolutely.
1: <laughs> Get some spiked eggnog and some.
0: You can ask Yolanda for some coquito. Okay. I heard it's good. I don't know what it is. Maybe we'll find out tomorrow. Um, so, uh, hey, so that'll be... Down the clown. That'll be the title. <laughs> We're still waiting for networks to get back to us with scheduling and what networks in total that we'll have. So right now, I can tell you that uh, the first broadcast I know of, I think, will be on Sunday the 19th, but that may not be the earliest one. It depends. So um, we'll have all that posted because, as we've said before, it's very important for you to know that... It is a live, well, you can only listen to it on the dates and times it's going to air on affiliate networks because of licensing for the music. So you you cannot come here and get it as a podcast. It cannot be downloadable as a podcast. So it's important to keep up. So it's
1: got to be live, not memorized.
0: Yeah, live in a a (laughs) sense live. In a sense where
1: it's on the radio.
0: So, bum, we, bum, bum. so we will keep you posted on all of our social media and the website as yep. to those dates and times as the networks start getting back to like schedule. I'm so
1: freaking excited. I really am. Are you really? I this Christmas I don't know what it is. I think it might be the house that I am so excited to decorate this year. The
0: house that I'm so sore from painting.
1: I know. I can't believe you did that all by yourself.
0: And it's in it's in here, and my arms
1: hates painting so
0: desperately. You know, I can't stand painting, but I got to tell you, I actually where the ceiling and wall meets. We didn't do the ceilings, but where the wall meets the ceiling and the natural pine baseboards. Yeah. I freehanded them with a paintbrush.
1: And it was amazing. And
0: no mistakes. Right. <laughs> it was amazing. Wha-
1: and the room is not a small room. I mean Do you think it's a ten by sixteen as you say?
0: Yes, ten by sixteen. Do you yes. think I, I'm a better painter because I hate it?
1: Probably. And because
0: is that psychological?
1: It, painting distracts you.
0: Oh yeah, it does.
1: It it distracts you from your whatever is currently worrying you.
0: Because when I was experiencing the stress and the palpitations and pro- yeah, probably yeah. some bad diabetes management, but that's when I started realizing that painting painting, sort of took my focus away from everything except just painting.
1: You know what? I, that was a very happy moment for me. Can I tell you? Let me explain why. <laughs> Wait, let me. No, not because you're under so much stress. No, uh, let me tell you why. Because I've been begging you. For twenty five years, I to don't help paint. me paint.
0: I don't paint. To help me paint. I don't paint.
1: And that's exactly what he would say to I me, don't guys. Paint. He does not paint. Okay. Now, we he he gets to a realization. I
0: don't mind it actually.
1: No, he gets to a realization that painting, like painting the house, um, actually distracts him whether it be for mo- uh, momentarily or for um, a couple of hours
0: um, there's not, not for you there's for me oh
1: okay um but also because he and he does this to get distracted i've gotten a lot of places in my house painted <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and right. i didn't have to do it
0: right right <laughs> And and you know and it, what's funny is you said to me well now hit, hit our bedroom, which
1: mm. our bedroom, yours and mine, okay, is a touchy subject between the two of us. Yeah, because of the, because of the existing the, border. What? Um,
0: but literally what I'm
1: referring to is the painting of the room. I love the border. Okay, I. Uh, I don't know what it is about the border, but I love the border. I want to keep it. Okay. Now, um, the blinds. We kind of have to match the paint with the blinds. Okay. Now the blinds are like a a light oliveish green, like a light 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 olive olive green. So. We can't make the bedroom neon green because that wouldn't work, so we have to come up with a color that you and I both agree on, and that is not from the seventies
0: well also the um i there would be less wall to paint in that room, <laughs> yeah, if between you the two it. doors. The closets, the big windows, there's I'm really less not
1: having to go all the way up to the ceiling.
0: Anyway, so
1: But no for real. You, you, the, the point the, the point time, being you're getting a lot
0: of free painting done around here.
1: Yes, that's that's the point. But imagine the time that our friend Patricia put into painting that room. And you just went a little bit right over it. No, I won't allow it. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: So anyway, so that's that. So that's that. Um, <laughs> I'm a little um, I'm a little surprised this year. I wonder, I I you know I, I try to remember everything that we want to mention on the show because we don't do we don't do any show prep. No, we don't. And um,
1: it probably does. So you
0: don't. <laughs> so I am pleasantly surprised about one thing. We did have to go out early on Thanksgiving morning and pick up. Um, we realized there wasn't enough products product for right, yeah. the the um, cream bean casserole. So I was pleasantly surprised. Um, oh, then I had to make a second run. But there was, it was no traffic on the roads. Oh, yeah. It was very, very light. And, you know, the reason for that, I would say the main reason for that is um, Walmart and Target, among other businesses, but they were like two of the big ones, there was a whole list of businesses that did not open on Thanksgiving. And that's the first time in a long time. Now, we've talked about this before, or at absolutely. least I have on, on my yes, program.
1: Absolutely. Where
0: that's the way it should be.
1: Yeah, you and I talked about it on our show.
0: Yeah, that's the way it should be. And it a should. lot of stores made it happen this year so the families can enjoy what is supposed to be a family day.
1: Right. Well, <clears throat> here's the other thing, too, that I like about it. I, I liked the fact that, all right, since, unfortunately, since covid it last year okay the early part of last year um we have been forced to um remain indoors as a family get to know each other find out who you really like and who you really don't other than a thanksgiving or a holiday Mm -hmm. you know what i mean right so i i like the fact that i think I like I'm sorry am I am I not close enough is You're this is this close enough <laughs> I don't don't be smug <laughs> Okay but no I, I mean so I th- I hope that because of last year this year people were like hey you know this isn't a bad thing let's get together let's be a family Yeah you know well, one,
0: so, and well, that's my hope and the one thing I really enjoyed about it, not really the traffic because I don't like going out on Thanksgiving but we had to but the other thing too is because I think just last week you and I were talking about how you know, Thanksgiving seems to be slipping away
1: right A lot, along with tons of other traditions yeah
0: yeah And that's the
1: thing; it's tradition. It makes you wonder, leaving us. I
0: wonder. It makes you wonder how much longer, how many more generations to go before holidays just disappear,
1: or they're celebrated in not such a grandeur fashion. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah, because Halloween was just passed. You know, it was um, it was like the city of the dead in our community.
1: Oh my God! I was You know, shocked. for
0: Thanksgiving, I was really shocked, and um,
1: we had two people. People,
0: and so Thanksgiving, and then of <laughs> course, if you look at what the cancel culture did to Christmas last year, I mean, mm-hmm. it just makes you wonder how much longer before none of it is acceptable to um, the new world order, I know, or whatever. But, yeah. Um, so that's why we keep doing our thing with the Christmas show each year. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Tradition, We're not tradition, stop. tradition. And yeah, and you, the, this whole new. Uh, <laughs> like like Christmas has been renewed with you because of what you can do with this castle of yours. Yes. So to speak. Yes. Not that it's a castle, but it is a beautiful town home. And you're having a lot of fun up there. Um, I am. And you're going the direction I'm glad you're going, which is uh, old-fashioned country, not gaud.
1: Oh. Oh, no, I hate gaudy.
0: Don't get me wrong. Not that I don't like gaudy, because I mean, no, you know, I... I used to love the tinsel on the tree when I was a kid. Yeah.
1: Well, let me, let me re The big it.
0: lights on the tree, yeah, the no, multicolors, the tinsel. Not that no. I don't like ours. Ours is very rustic and beautiful looking, but I'm just saying, you know, well, I can go a little bit of the other way, but the simplicity I, in the farmhouse Christmas going on here is, you know.
1: Yeah, so I um actually, I grew up with tinsel on the tree as well, mm-hmm. and, and it's... I guess it's no longer both fashionable and or safe um, to use tinsel. But when I first moved out of my parents' home, and I, and when I had trees, um, I had tinsel on my trees.
0: Yeah, me too. First couple years I had yeah, moved out. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because it's a tradition. It's something we always and then did. And
0: garland happened. Yeah. And now... Ribbon. <laughs> well, now, well, now you don't see a whole lot of garland being used on trees either anymore. No, because we haven't used, used garland in years because yeah. we have a, our tree is sort of pre-decorated with rustic country yeah. stuff and lights and frosting. So we actually haven't garlanded our tree in years. Yeah, you know, yeah. but garland's a pain in the ass.
1: You know what surprises me the most? I know where this show isn't about. Christmas and the Christmas show. No, but However, it's pre-holiday, yeah,
0: and they you know, won't hear us again until the Christmas show. And let's say the networks, by the way, will get reruns or best yeah, but, ofs. But. Okay,
1: so anyway, um, oh my gosh,
0: <sighs> you said I know this isn't about Christmas.
1: Yeah, no, I was, I had Boy, another. This isn't the Christmas show, right? And it was about the. Oh, what surprises me the most is the fact that. Our tree that we have now has lasted us how many years?
0: I really don't remember when you got uh,
1: it. 5 Yeah, maybe five. Maybe. Yeah, five years. A tree has never lasted that long with us because I've always gotten bored of our trees. So just about every other year, I was like, oh, we got to get a new one. And you were like, oh,
0: babe, we don't need to spend don't need money. Don't need to spend money. You don't we need to don't spend need money. We don't need to spend the money just chop something out of the neighbor's yard this year (laughs)
1: but this year um i mean but this tree it it should last us it cost us a pretty penny yeah um however actually it didn't cost us anything it was a gift but i know how much it cost so but yeah so
0: but yeah so, the, so. So, yeah,
1: but yeah. So, so yeah so yeah so <laughs> yeah is that is people let us know is this what you say what do you say when you run out of things to say to someone if you're having a conversation and you run out of things to say what is your go-to phrase hmm. i want to up
0: interesting yes. why don't you post that on facebook
1: i will you know what? I'll do it right now.
0: <laughs> As we speak. So you did make it out to do some sort of shopping on this weekend. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't go out and shop for Christmas anymore. I haven't in years.
1: Oh, I know. And
0: I. I just click and tap.
1: Do you know how tempting, how tempted I was to stop at Walmart, but I didn't.
0: I'm tempted to stop at the mall only because you said there's a Swiss Farms over there.
1: Yeah, I believe they're But good. I
0: cannot yeah. stand yeah. them all. But because well, we got a we got a uh, catalog for a Wisconsin, the Wisconsin cheeser or uh, the Wisconsin cheeseman, yes. and I was looking yeah. at it going, whatever happened to Swiss Farms? Because you used to get Swiss Farms advertisements, right?
1: Right. And you
0: were like, oh, there's one in the mall, and I was like, for a moment, my mind was like, <laughs> right. let's go to the mall. But right. I cannot stand them all. I'll tell you a quick story before we go to break. One of the reasons why I. Now, I have not gone out on Black Friday or done any Christmas shopping in in a lot of years. Mm -hmm. I do it from my chair. And I just don't have anything shipped here because I have a very nosy wife. But anyway, (laughs) this is not the reason. But a couple of years ago, uh, a client, also my boss from my part-time job, but... So my part-time job is 80 miles away in New Jersey, and it was Christmas Eve, and my boss was going away to his son's, and his hard drive crashed, and he wanted to recover the data from it. So I'm like, okay, well, because I go on vacation during Christmas and not i don't go anywhere but i we have family coming in yeah yeah and he says well we're driving through today christmas eve can you just meet me at the microsoft store at the mall
1: oh my gosh i remember this okay i remember this
0: i don't go anywhere on christmas eve that's another thing a lot of people know about me
1: that's a big big thing
0: for him so i said to the lovely sharon i said why don't you go with me i'm gonna run in zip in zip out you know, it's Christmas Eve, you're with me, and you know. Yeah, yeah. So the traffic, it took us almost an hour to get seven miles. Remember right. that? Yeah. Another hour to find a parking spot. Another hour I know, yeah. in and out of oh the mall. Oh my gosh, it was crazy. Another hour stop. home.
1: Yeah, just to stop in one store yeah. for five minutes.
0: Not Yeah, not even that.
1: Not even. Hand yeah. me the
0: hard drive so I can yeah, come. So right, I, so I right. had it while he was away. <laughs> to work on it. It 4 hours of Christmas Eve down the drain to go 14 round trip miles and get a hard drive handed off to me. I know. And that is why <laughs> right. I that's the one of the big five reasons I don't like the mall. Right. And especially during Christmas time. I don't like going to the mall at all. I know. And but, I, you know what? I mean, but if you're going to treat me to a slice at Sabaro's, me, I mean, it's possible that. <laughs> well, I guess I'll tag along. Know, I just don't like the malls.
1: You know what? I don't like the malls for this reason. Well, these two reasons. One, traffic. Yes. And parking. Two, but, people. If there were no people in the mall, no cars in the mall, no traffic, I would go every single day. All day.
0: I have no traffic and no people problem. When I'm shopping. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so that's
1: what I've started doing. I've just started ordering online, getting it shipped to my work because I have nosy people here.
0: Not and, me. Yeah,
1: oh, bullshit.
0: No. What's in there, babe? No, not babe. me.
1: There's an Amazon box. What'd you get?
0: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, uh, all right, so we're going to skip out of here and take a break. We have a wombat of the week coming up. And the pizza wars continue. So what? that's coming up. And then later on in the third segment, I have no idea what to tell you <laughs> because I haven't thought of it yet, <laughs> which is how we do things around here. But there's more coming after this quick break. Don't go anywhere. We're coming right back. This is New York Super Oldie Station, 920 W O N, The Apple, Brooklyn, New York. The following conversation is real. It took place on Tuesday, June 8th of 2004 between a Blonde Star advisor and a subscriber. I've locked myself in my car and the keys are on the outside. Ma'am, oh Ma'am, ma'am, I need you to calm down.
1: Okay, it's, it's just that the windows are rolled up and I'm starting to sweat. My keys are on the outside. Now, your
0: keys are on the outside of the vehicle? Yes, oh my God. Now, does your car have automatic locks or... Uh, yes, 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 okay, yes. here's what I need you to do. Take hold of the inside of your door handle there. Are you doing this? Um, oh, the shiny thing. Grab the oh, shiny thing. Uh, okay, I've got it. I've got it. Okay, now give that a tug. Okay. Did it open? Yes, oh my god, thank you. Sure. Okay, now what is that noise? Oh, that's not door alarm. Yeah, but that only happens if the keys are in the ignition, hon. Huh? Oh my god. You know what? <laughs> Your keys are actually in your ignition. Yes. Okay. Oh, my God. Thank you so much, Blonde Star. That's why we're here. Do you need anything else? Blonde Star. Always on, because you're always blonde. Welcome back, folks, to the Joel Mahalow Show featuring the lovely Sharon. And uh, thanks for sticking with us. We're back from break, and we got some more things to discuss. still don't know what we're going to talk about you and I come to the third part, but that's the amazing thing about podcasting, or uh, the way we do it anyway. You can just, talk about anything. Just just come, comes to you, whatever. <laughs> so, um, okay. So, welcome back. No. So, this is usually the part of the show where if we don't have anything else that we want to just randomly discuss, and we start talking about weirdos in the news and stupid things going on and mm-hmm. try to make light or uh, a case out of <laughs> important, no, important things. Yeah. So Denmark spends $150,000 to clean up beach, seaweed, and plastic, and then they hauled it offshore and dumped it in the ocean. What? <laughs> the seaweed, okay, but the plastic? Right. So, uh
1: don't you think it's gonna come back? Yeah. Yeah, dumb dummy.
0: So the uh, a municipality in Denmark oh, rented geez. um I'm sorry, spends more than $150,000 per year on a bulldozer that removes seaweed and plastic from the beach and they just dump it back in. So you can see this bulldozer driving up and down the beach, keeping it clean. Right. And um in the village of Slogaelis I probably chopped it up. Who? Uh, <laughs> Sluggers. All right. I think, um, I think that's Denmarkish for seagulls.
1: Maybe. <laughs> oh my God, that'd be so funny
0: if it was. <laughs> so, t- twice a week during the summer months. Okay. And uh, it appears that the, um, the bulldozer drives a few yards into the water with the stuff. And oh then, of course, God. comes back out of the water without the stuff. So. So okay. it's bulldozing it back Correct into the water. If
1: I'm wrong. <laughs> right, exactly. Correct. I thought what they did was did the bulldozer thing, put it, you know, into a container, like a big ass container, and put it on a ship, took it all the way out and dumped it.
0: That's but what I initially thought.
1: Yeah, that's what you would think. Right? Right. Now, These dumb bunnies the bulldozer
0: does it. Drives a few yards into the water before dumping its contents into the sea. I mean, th- I'm sorry. A few yards into the water doesn't c- convey the sea to me, which is why the title suggests that, you know. And right. the shame of that is, is there's other countries and organizations like Four Ocean yeah, uh, who go out and they literally pull this garbage out of the oceans and uh, they separate the plastics and get it recycled mm. and they do really yeah. good things. Yeah, yeah. But these morons over here, you know, I mean.
1: And, you know, that's exactly, exactly what they are.
0: They're they're morons. Yeah, this is the equivalent, okay? And the environmental experts are really in dismay over this. Right. And they said it's idiocy. It is because this is the equivalent of somebody um, shoveling water, flood water, out of their yard and throwing it over the fence. (laughs) We saw a yeah. video
1: of somebody yeah. doing that. And it was a chain link fence, too. Yeah. Yep. Oh, my gosh. That was so funny.
0: This is the equivalent of.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Um, so, Catherine uh, Richardson uh, from the University of Copenhagen um, says that not only dumping the seaweed and plastic into the sea means it will just quickly wash ashore again. So, the town that's spending all this money every year to do you know, this you know what it is does? creating their own money issue.
1: No, you know what it does, though?
0: Job security?
1: It, it enjoys, I was just going to say, <laughs> it um it, it makes sure that that person who's- Bulldozing. That's dozing the bull mm-hmm. um has a job in the summer, at least. Yeah. Wow.
0: But not only that, but she also warns that. And he
1: makes one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. <laughs> I don't
0: know. Wow. Um, they, and the other problem is is you know when you keep moving the sand like that, mm-hmm. you can be you can you can actually be damaged in other parts of the ecosystem.
1: I know because you
0: have sand crabs, sand yep. fleas, you know all yep. these different other organisms that live in the sand, right? And exactly. need and need that protection from larger predators. Yep. You know, like um, I don't know, like velociraptors coming ashore <laughs> and pull and taking them. So. So this is absolutely, I mean, Denmark, please review your policies. This is really not the right way to address environmental issues, and it's certainly not the right way to clean up a beach.
1: Right? If you're going to do, you know, the bulldozing thing with the seaweed in the bottles, at least put it through some sort of sifter where you're taking the plastics out, recycling them, Making money on the recycling,
0: leaving the sand behind, and
1: leaving the sand and seaweed and everything else behind.
0: Yeah, you would think that if, if you have <sighs> if you have a problem that well you got to be doing this twice a week um, throughout the season, then right. it seems to me like this is a very large opportunity for Denmark to recycle this plastic. Yeah, exactly, and have a different uh, outcome in the news than. Them being a bunch of morons. Yes. About it. Right. You know? And I mean, is this policy or is this guy is this just what this guy decided to do and somebody from the press found out about it? Right. You know, perhaps they'll correct it.
1: Well, if Denmark and if that city in Denmark is spending a hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year, apparently someone else knows about it besides that guy. Right. I mean you know. That's so get this, so
0: Deputy Mayor Willem Christensen defended the method, arguing that beachgoers want the beach to be neat and clean like holiday destinations in Southern Europe. While Christensen claims large pieces of plastic are not dumped in the sea, she also argued that cigarette butts and other small pieces of plastic will end up there for the most part either way. Real, um, uh, Real good nature thinker there.
1: Oh, you know she's <laughs> not a tree hugger. That's for sure.
0: Um, So anyway, this is not the first time that experts have questioned Danish authorities' approach when it comes to waste disposal. Last May, Danish officials had to race to dig up the mass graves of millions of potentially infected, infectious mink culled during the pandemic after the country's environmental ministry warned that the decaying carcasses could contaminate local groundwater. Wow. So, wow. I'm telling you, the the
1: people that live in this town Their elevator does not get off the first floor. It doesn't. It doesn't go to the top at all. It doesn't get off the basement floor. (laughs) I'm just saying.
0: So, you know, just all the emphasis that goes into recycling, um, and we do our part because we recycle. Sure. And like when I said for the for the <laughs> uh, for, for the efforts that we uh, that we know that these organizations and like I said that some countries come together and they pull resources to try to Sure. you know lessen it.
1: Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. an amazing thing. You know what the, I you know, I like what they're doing.
0: You know what the Great Pacific Dump is? No. There is so much plastic like the because of the currents out in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Okay. There is a I forget how big it is. I think it's over a mile square. Of garbage that just floats, and because of the currents, it just kind of gathers there, and it's... Oh, wow. You know, and that's part of, you know, like, some of the efforts that they're trying to clean up. But the thing is, is all these countries that don't give a damn and just keep putting this Mm -hmm. crap into the ocean, it winds up in this, so it's a constant thing. Yes, yes. You know, um... And of course, it's bad yeah, for the ecosystem in the ocean because fish and whales and, you know, right. um, megalodons all get caught up in this <laughs> trash, you know, and it might affect them. But anyway, Mm-mm. so, um, okay, so do not count on some places in Denmark to be environmental friendly.
1: Exactly.
0: That brings us to our Wombat of the Week, and this is how you can get involved with Wombat of the Week. You can very simply send us a link to a verifiable news story of stupid people doing stupid things and it winding up in the news and that is a wombat. And we do it each week so it's called the Wombat of the Week. So you can send this to us in an email to joelmaholicradio at gmail.com or send us a DM on Facebook at jmtalk. That's another way to get us the news story. Sure. And uh, we put it in the box full of news stories of idiots doing idiotic things. I
1: know.
0: This box is overflowing. (laughs) So last week we talked about The guys that pop shots at a pizza place. Yes. Because they were mad about their pizza taking too long or something like that. So long, yeah, about the weight. Well, if we slide down to Tennessee where Pizza Wars is in full effect. Okay. uh, We find out about a Tennessee man who's facing multiple aggravated charges, assault charges after he held up a Little Caesars pizza store with an AK-47 in Cedar Bluff, Tennessee after being told that his pepperoni pizza would take 10 minutes to make. Oh,
1: my goodness.
0: Yes. Ten minutes to make. Let me get my AK-47 and see if we can speed that up a little bit.
1: (laughs) So I know uh, everybody out there in radio land can't see me. Okay. But all I'm doing is shaking my head. Yeah. So much that I'm fearful that it'll fall off.
0: (laughs) So here's the noise And the news According to
1: (laughs) No you're right Noise
0: uh, According to the local news outlet Officers responded to the restaurant Just after 9pm Last Friday Where they were told That the suspect Who was identified as Charles Doty Jr Yep Uh, Age 53 So he's old enough To know better Yeah right uh, Became upset When he was told That his pepperoni pizza Would take 10 minutes to make He got upset And demanded a free breadstick order And went outside the business To wait for the pizza When he returned he had the AK-47 in his hand and was pointing at an employee's, demanding the pizza immediately. Um, so, former Little Caesars employee, Kimberly Smith. Yes, former. Absolutely. <laughs> this will be the last th- I'm sorry, boss. This is this my is last my night last thing. working here. <laughs> right. Present at the time of the incident told uh, the new local news station that she was taking care of a female customer. And she was just getting ready to leave. And then... He goes out and gets his gun, pointed at, pointed at her, saying, "Where's my damn pizza? I want my pizza." Um. She says her the, she was shocked because this was all over a six dollar pizza.
1: <laughs> it's not like there's bars of gold yeah. Who in this yeah. pizza. In place of the pepperoni. Right. What
0: people, have to Come re- on. what people have to realize is Little Caesars Pizza, although I like it once in a blue moon, it is it is only one level higher than Chuck E. Cheese garbage.
1: I know, right?
0: So it's not like... I'm
1: not a fan it's, of their, their It's pizza. not
0: like a Pizza Hut pan pizza with stuffed crust and extra pepperoni. You know, it's mm. not that. Mm-mm. Mm. So he was later arrested and taken into county jail. Uh, so that's that. Uh, over this past year, the Republican-controlled legislature in Tennessee enacted what is known as permitless carry, allowing people to carry handguns without any training or licensing from the state. <laughs> so, just off on a tangent because they mentioned it during this Wombat of the Week story, I would right. say that I am all for permitless carry. Absolutely, but yep. I I, I am for the fact that you probably should still have the required. Handgun courses, oh yeah, and training, yeah, required,
1: and a mental check.
0: Yeah, that wouldn't hurt either.
1: <laughs> like a mental checkup.
0: So, anyway, Charles Doty Jr., age fifty-three, old enough to know better, is our wombat of the week. Yes, this Yay! week, Charles, you made it, and he <laughs> and he and he keeps what could be. I mean, if we check the news enough, we could probably find out that there is more to the pizza wars. Each and every week. Yeah. In different parts of the country. Right. It's amazing how wild people go about Over pizza.
1: Over a freaking pizza. I know. I, I'll, pull I a, mean,
0: I'll pull a frozen one out of the freezer and I'm happy.
1: Wow. Well, and they uh, take
0: 22 to 25 minutes to cook. Wow. I'm not waving a gun around my house, telling the oven, you better get up off that pizza. <laughs> and then
1: shoot it up. Right? <laughs> bam, 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 bam,
0: Right? <laughs> I don't, around, I don't go around. I don't go around. I don't go around shooting kitchen equipment except for the toaster at one time because it laughed at me.
1: Wow! Well, yeah, it did.
0: <laughs> he had it coming to him. So there you have it. Send us your wombats of the week. Wombat. Because we need them. Of the week. Yeah. Yeah, we should. Um, do we have any time? I, I just want to mention. We this. do have a couple minutes. Yes.
1: Okay. Um, as you know, and as as everyone out there knows i love tiktok okay there's one fad that i do not comprehend okay all right and that is people going live okay and it's a specific set of people okay Okay. and i'm i am like pulling right up to the mic so i can express to you okay what they do is they will whisper and they will do this, and they will put whipped cream or some sort of whipped something on it, and rub it on what? On the microphone. Come on, what is I that? I have not seen any no? of this No. Oh, I'm gonna have. So to what show else do they one. do? Just that. Just whispering with the
0: microphone and putting stuff on it. What's so weird about that? that? Make you watch. Noise. You watch hours of people. Breaking clams open, killing clams to They're steal their jewels. They're not killing them. To steal their jewels.
1: Oysters have no nervous system.
0: Whatever, oysters for their pearls.
1: Okay, and what's your point? <laughs> so, and then what they'll do, is they'll put whatever it is on top of the microphone, and then they'll put pop rocks on top of that. So it goes pop, 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 pop. Please explain this to
0: me. I have no explanation for that because people like the sound? I I don't know. I've never put Pop Rocks on the mic. I mean, I wouldn't f- damage my studio microphones by putting food on them. For one. I just I
1: just don't get it.
0: I think it's weird how we It's weird how some videos we encounter that like you've seen yeah. that I've seen and it's yeah. weird how much stuff we don't encounter of each other's video uh, Oh uh, well
1: because our interests are different. You know? And because when you first sign up with TikTok, it asks you what your interests are. So it can I don't remember define, what I said to be honest
0: with you. I don't remember what I told so you. So to it talk. can
1: define your videos according to your interests. So Boya.
0: I don't remember doing any of that when yes, I signed up you for TikTok.
1: Did. I know you did. You had
0: to I also don't watch a lot of live stuff. I watched this one oh live my God. I, around I, before Halloween. I watched this one live, and it was this guy who was, you know, um, like I don't know why I went live because he was like talking about he's going back to this house and it was a haunted house, and he's like, you know, and I've seen he that. was on, he was on like a ATV, yeah, and he's just driving forever and ever in the
1: pitch dark, in the right? pitch dark, yeah.
0: up over railroad tracks through woods across yeah. wooden bridges, you yeah, know? I've seen that video. And we talked about this before off air. The people who sit there and say, I'm doing it right now. We're gonna go right now. We're gonna here we go. I'm gonna do it now. I know, and then right? they stop and they explain more. <laughs> and, the, and
1: that guy that was making that food, that remember? Cake, yeah. yeah, the cake, he was like, All right. He and never
0: showed rest. what happened. Yeah.
1: It was like that a it was like a then, six <gasps> minute
0: video of him just here we go, we're gonna do it right now. But for those just joining us, let me show you what we're yeah. up to.
1: The, the one thing I cannot stand is not a, a live, per se, but if you're watching a video and you're, like, really getting into it, right? And then all in the middle, like, right at the high point, they're like, and click our picture for part yeah. two.
0: Well, this guy with the haunted house, he, he ended his live stream. He never got to the house. <laughs> he just ended it. Wow. You know? <laughs> but you know I've gotten to the point where some of these TikToks if I uh, um, the minute I feel like they're drowning on I'm out of there yeah especially the ones that say watch to the end they're the ones that oh, nothing yeah, happens yeah wait for it wait for it and that's why you have to wait for the end to find out that you've just been screwed out of two or three or four <laughs> minutes that's what <laughs> that you're you waiting will never the, get back right that's what you're <laughs> waiting to the end for right for the screw job
1: yeah oh okay But anyway, but anyway, yeah. So, if I if I'm scrolling videos and I get to someone's live, okay, I will click the live, so it takes me to their live, and then I'll just scroll all the lives to see what people are doing on their lives. Hmm. Sometimes I'll stop. I'll be like, oh, check that out. That's pretty neat. Most times I'm like,
0: right. (laughs) All right, well, it's that time for the last time in 2021 Oh. where you get to say goodbye, Sharon.
1: Goodbye, me. <laughs> goodbye, Sharon.
0: And for the rest of you, we're taking a quick break, and I'll be back with goddess knows what right after this. <laughs> if you're worried your friend may be struggling, remember, you don't have to be there to be there. You could say how while you will get a fake tattoo. You could ask with an app if it works for you. You could chat on a game, kick off your flip flops. You could ask on your couch while you binge watch. Whatever, whatever, whatever gets you talking. Reach out to a friend about their mental health. Learn how you can help at seizetheawkward.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, and the Jed Foundation. Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. This is Reality One Radio. You see why we need your donations? Welcome back, folks, to the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon, and it is part three of show 154. Five, If you are keeping track, show 155. And as we stated earlier in the opening of the broadcast, this will be our last dropped podcast for 2021. As we uh, need to make final preparations and finish production tasks for our Christmas show. If you're just tuning in which you can't just tune in because it's a podcast so you were probably here from the beginning but I'm going to say it again because I need show filler <laughs> uh, the the Christmas show can only be heard at certain times and dates on certain websites internet radio stations and if any other types of radio stations come out in the next two weeks saying they want it and uh, we will keep you posted on where you can listen uh, it will not be available as a podcast for licensing reasons. That's why you have to catch it on a licensed radio station uh, because of the, the copyright on the Christmas music. So um, that is going to be called A Very Merry Christmas. And all I can tell you right now is it seems like two networks actually reported in during the break. Uh, starting the 19th with the show of December 19th of December so uh, I can right now say that's the earliest time it will air and some networks play the show on a rotating basis throughout their schedule for the holidays so there'll be plenty of times to catch the holiday show the Christmas show Uh, so you don't want to miss that one so 155 is the last dropped podcast um, for 2021, and uh, we'll be eagerly awaiting, and hopefully that builds up some excitement, waiting to be able to hear us come back for the Christmas show during Christmas week, for the most part, on affiliated radio networks. So that's what's going on. So welcome back. It's the third segment. It's you and it's me, and uh, I want to take this opportunity because uh, you know this this podcast. Number 155 is dropping during the Black Friday weekend, the big shopping weekend. And even though a lot of the shopping is occurring online now instead of in person, and that's fine. And so my message because of that is I want to talk to you about scams and how they are heightened at this time of year and especially when you're shopping online. You know, um, everyone, all these hackers and malicious people out there, they're out for one cause, and it's to separate you from your money and or your identity so they can have it. And you know how we know that this works so well? It is a billion dollar per year business, billions of dollars made by these hackers every year. That's your money. Your identity. And so, this is the heightened risk. Okay, so, one of the biggest ways they try to get you was through phishing emails. And that's where they try to fake a... um, They try to fake a um, different emails to get you to click a link or click something and it'll come in the form of looking like it's from your bank, it's from your credit card agency, it's from some service, any service, cable service, um, uh, you know, different reporting services, big one, delivery companies. They'll try to get you to click on your delivery receipt, your delivery notification. You know, there's all sorts of of ways that they come after you in the form of phishing email. And they're getting better and better each and every year. They're getting better and better at looking like the real thing. Because they're looking for the possibility, the percentage of people who are expecting a package. So when they get an email from FedEx, quote, Air quotes, FedEx, they're thinking, "Oh, you know, I'm, I'm waiting for a package, and that, that probability and I'm not sure what that percent of the, pro- the probability percent percentage is, but that probability percent percentage of the people that will click on that, okay, and then there'll be a certain percentage of them that will actually fall further. You know, sometimes, for instance, it'll say, click here to to get your delivery notification. Then you click there and it says, okay, you need to enter your Office 365 credentials to see it. Well, you have to, you know, enter your Google credentials to see it. And basically what that is doing is it's, they're stealing your credentials. Okay. And then that's a possible ticket straight into the door to get more of your information, log in, see some of your personal information, get what they can to go out and be you while they benefit from that. So here's a couple things to look for. First of all, first of all, <clears throat> banks, credit card companies, Microsoft, any software company is not, especially Microsoft, is not going to is not going to email you. And tell you to click here, click that. So, and um, again, billions of dollars a year, okay? And the first thing I want to tell you is, this companies will not email you, financial companies, banks, you know, delivery people, will not email you and tell you to click links, okay? And they don't do that because they know the hackers do, okay? So I, this is information you need to know, they don't do it because they know that's how hackers gain your trust if they need you they're going to try to reach you by phone okay that's that FedEx DHL UPS Postal Service they're not going to send you any delivery notifications okay because this is why whoever you purchase the item from Let's say you purchase something from Amazon. Amazon's responsible for sending you your delivery tracking information. And then it's your responsibility to track that package by using the tracking number on the website of the delivery agent. Do you get that? So Amazon, Walmart, whoever you order from, is it's their responsibility to send you your shipping information and your responsibility to take that to the legitimate website and track your package. So, delivery companies will not send you notifications of your package because it's not their responsibility. It is the seller's responsibility. Even if you win an auction and you're dealing with another guy or gal who's just selling things out of their house online. It is their responsibility to send you any and all shipping information. So that is a very important piece of information to have. And that is because, again, it's, that's the difference between a hacker and legitimacy. Okay, If you get an email from FedEx or UPS and just click here for your receipt, click here for your notification, click, don't. That's a red flag. All right, so that's a red flag. So that's that. So, uh, grammar. Did I mention that? I don't think so. I, thought, I think I was going to, and then I went right into um, the other things. But it, the emails will usually, and I say usually like that with that emphasis because as I said moments ago, they're getting better at tricking us. But usually, it will have bad grammar, okay? Because most of the people hacking. Um, are from other countries and they're not very uh, literate at, you know, proper English, okay? So keep an eye on uh, on that. Now, what you can do if just, I gave you some really good tips, right? I gave you some really good tips. Financial institutions aren't going to email you. Delivery companies aren't going to email you. If you wanted to, you could take your mouse, okay? You can take your mouse and you can hover the mouse over the link or the click this here, and when you hover over it, at the bottom of the web window, you'll see where the intention of the link will go. Okay, so, and if it's extremely long, you can't even figure out where it's from, that's verification. The other thing is, is also look at what we call subdomains, okay? If you get an email from Apple that your payment needs to be updated your payment click here to update your payment information and you hover over that and it and it says that hover don't click and if you hover over it and it's suggesting that a click will take you to payment.apple.com that's a subdomain that's not really apple.com okay that is that, that that's an alternate domain that a hacker has purchased that way because they're trying to get smart They're trying to fight people like me telling you, don't click links. Okay, so they're saying, well, if Joel from the Joel Mahalik show featuring the lovely Sharon is on the air saying, look at the link to see where it goes. Oh, we might have a way around that. We'll trick some people into thinking it's Apple because we'll do something.apple.com. And then they think that the unsuspecting person would be like, oh, it is Apple. It's not. Okay, You should really just generically be suspicious. You know, so, um, okay, another really important thing is I said earlier, Microsoft's not going to call you. Microsoft will not call you, email you, or put audio-slash-visual pop-ups up on your machine, okay? Another big trick to get you to click, call, or do something, so somebody can gain entry to your machine under the guise of being from Microsoft and you having a computer problem, and they need to see it, all the while while they're fishing personal information out of your system in the background. So Microsoft will not call you, email you, or put pop-ups on your screen randomly while you're just doing whatever you're doing, okay? The reality to that is, okay, so remember I'm doing some reality checks. Uh, banks don't call you, banks don't email you. Here's your reality check. Microsoft has no clue whether you're a PC person, a Mac person, or a Linux person. Okay, so they have no idea. So they don't have your phone number. You're not on some log because you purchased a computer with Windows on it from Walmart's Friday, Black Friday special. They don't know about you. They don't know about you at all. Okay, So don't think that they do, and they're going to call you. And the pop-ups on the screen, now they're coming with audio and alarms because they want you to be frightened. They want you to call that big 800 number so someone can socially engineer you on the other line, on the other side of the phone, out of your money, out of your identity, and into your computer so they can harvest whatever they can out of you. I'm sorry if I'm frightening anybody, but this is what you got to watch out for. Yeah, there's very little you can do if you're on Amazon shopping and somehow your credit card gets harvested off of Amazon servers. There's very little you can do about that, okay? But I'm talking about where they make most of their money is off of socially engineering people through phone or email or text. And that's why my emphasis is on that, okay? You're going to be shopping. You might be doing a lot of shopping. You're expecting a lot of packages. So... During this time of year, naturally, you're going to get phishing emails that look like shipping. You're going to get phishing emails making you think it's Capital One that talked about your purchases. Click here to confirm your purchase. You know, your bank con, your bank making, you know, sending an email. Click here to verify that you made these last five purchases. I mean, these are all things that we see, and these are the things that you have to be wary about. In in, in in the in the world of shopping it's a shame why do we have to be that way why does it have to be that way you know it, we're on a constant battle and we're constantly battling because we're constantly two steps behind them They're or not far enough ahead could be that way too they are working feverishly on beating out everything that we try to do to stop them from getting our information. And so what you can do to protect yourself is be extremely vigilant when looking at emails, texts, or getting phone calls. Okay? All you need to do is go on TikTok or YouTube and look up, you know, uh, scam calls, and you'll get people who, um, I I, I wish I had the time to do this. And the gall, but there are people that will mess with scammers and, and get them all pissed off and roll it up, you know. And um and I think it's I you know I, I think it's funny, and I think you know as one person who does this on a regular basis says, if he can like there, this person there's one person I, I watch keeps them on the line for like up to a half hour sometimes longer, and the way he looks at it is that's less time that they'll be on the phone actually stealing money from somebody else you know so that's a great way to look at it and so I applaud the people that have the gall and the time to mess with the scammers when they call you know what I mean I'll tell you what I do as far as scam calls when my phone rings if I don't recognize the phone number I don't pick it up now I find out that sometimes there's a doctor's office alternative number calling to remind me for an appointment or it might be someone at work, I just didn't know what their phone number was off the top of my head. These kind of calls, these people will leave voicemails and when I find out who they are, I call them back, take care of business and then I put them in my phone as a contact. So the next time it comes up, there is a big, large likelihood it is going to be them and not a scam. So I don't, and I know some people that are crazy, like the lovely Sharon will pick up almost any phone call that calls her. And I just don't, I can't do that if it's important they'll leave me a message and then I'll deal with it from that point forward that's why I have so many contacts in my phone if you've called me I know you didn't know your number you'll be in my contacts even if we've only talked twice in the last 10 years you'll be in the contact list if you change your number we go back to zero I'll find out the next time you call me and you leave me a message because I don't pick up phone numbers I don't know and don't think the scammers are not trying to they, they will virtual phone numbers these days are so easy to get they're dirt cheap and the scammers will buy a whole block of them from your locality or your state so you think they're calling from where you live yeah. don't fall for these tricks I can't believe and maybe it's because I love talking tech I can't believe that we just went through the entire segment talking about one particular subject but it, you know what it's an important subject and you need to be prepared because this is the time of year they're all coming after you. Okay? Like, I'm not listen, my philosophy is a little paranoia a little paranoia goes a long way. Okay? So be paranoid. Because it's only gonna help you. Be suspicious of everything. This is the time of year where the floodgates are open, they're throwing everything they can at at, at the wall to see if it sticks. So um, And that's about all I have for you. Uh, I do want to thank everyone for a great year of listening to the podcast. Um, I, again, uh, this is the final weekend of November. So in about two weeks time, we'll be back with the Christmas show. We will let you know when and where you can go to listen to those uh, to that episode. And um, because it will not be available as a download. And pay attention to the social media and the website because uh, so there's another project on Horizon for 2022. Besides this show, we will be back. And there's another. Uh, we're working on another product coming out, so that may interest some of our audience members. So keep an eye and ear out for that as well. Uh, so until the next time, we'll see you at the Christmas show. And we thank you for listening to the program. Be good to one another and be safe while you're out there shopping for the holidays. Okay, we'll see you soon, folks. Goodbye.